When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is VSIN Prime Time. Live from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, here is Tim Murray. Two of VSIN Prime Time, and what a surprise. Took a while, but it has officially come to fruition. Jim Harbaugh leaving Michigan after many years of flirtations with the NFL, wins a national championship, three straight wins over his arch rival, Ohio State, and he is headed back to the NFL where he has had plenty of success. That's Mike Palm. I'm Tim Murray. Hello. DraftKings Network. We are on DK Network for the next hour, and our show is brought to you by DraftKings. So, if you missed it last hour, Jim Harbaugh is officially the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers, meaning, Mike Palm, that the reigning national champion in college football will be without, or will be looking for, I should say, a new head coach. They're not going to go through all of 2024 without a head coach. Um... As Pete Thamel just tweeted out, offensive coordinator and part-time 2023 interim Sharon Moore is expected to be the favorite to replace Jim Harbaugh. Other names, Lance Leipold, Chris Kleiman, Dave Clawson, Matt Rule, and Luke Fickle have been considered amid past Harbaugh flirtations with the NFL. So let's start from the NFL side of things. The Los Angeles Chargers. Every offseason, it feels like they're the sexy toy, right? They, ooh, ooh, the, the Chargers. If they, if this goes right, if this goes right, and then they always underachieve. Justin Herbert, that poor guy, had to deal with Mario Cristobal in college. Brandon Staley most recently in the NFL. Now you've got Jim Harbaugh. What do you make of this hire for the Los Angeles Chargers? Don't gloss over Anthony Lynn. Anthony Lynn, too. Sorry. He was yeah. the only one that won a playoff game in there, by the way. <laughs> he did win a playoff game with, uh, with the Chargers. Um, I, I think it makes it very interesting now as you handicap, especially the AFC West. 
you have the Chiefs who've won the division how many times in a row back to their sixth straight AFC championship game. Is that good? First one on the road, by the way. Um, you have two teams that were kind of surging at one point late in the year. Obviously, Sean Payton, things, you know, in Denver uh, to revitalize that program. They won five in a row at one point. The Raiders played well down the stretch, just missed the playoff spot. And now you have the Chargers, who were the disappointment, as you mentioned, of the division. How immediate of an impact will it have? Obviously, the draft has a lot to do with how we're going to project these teams out. But it certainly gives the Chargers, you would think, more of a toughness that they've lacked in re recent years and probably more better game management uh, from the standpoint of what they've had in their last two head coaches. Jim Harbaugh was the NFL Coach of the Year, his first year in San Francisco. The 49ers in 2010 went 6-10. and 10. His first year, the Niners went 13-3 and three and uh, made, a, uh, made a run in the postseason uh, that season as well. So they lost to the Giants in the NFC Championship that year uh, at home. But Jim Harbaugh back to the NFL once again. Not a surprise, and it was interesting because it, it's kind of been that situation, Mike, where we've been wondering, well, when is it going to happen? Why is it taking so long for the Chargers to make this hire? And then the reports were today, Harbaugh's going to interview tomorrow mm. with the Atlanta Falcons for a second time, but he's still in L.A. He hasn't left L.A. yet. Finally, it feels like you know the, the feet got pushed to the fire a little bit more in the Los Angeles Chargers and Dean Spanos make the hire. Well, it's very interesting because, I mean, he's out there and he seemed to be the lead candidate for many of these franchises. But at the same time, you have Bill Belichick, who's won six Super Bowls, and Mike Vrabel, yep. who's as respected as any NFL coach out there. So the dynamic was very interesting. It's probably the first time the Chargers will pay at the top end of the market since they hired Marty Schottenheimer, right? They've gone with lower profile coaches ever since they fired Marty. Now, as the trickle down comes and it, it felt like as we all just kind of put the pieces together, all right, Mayo is staying, you're getting promoted from within in New England. Dallas isn't firing Mike McCarthy. Uh, the, the Raiders are keeping Antonio Pierce. As we put this puzzle together, it seemed more than likely oh. Belichick's going to Atlanta, Harbaugh's going to LA, and here it is. There were a couple weird you know, rumors out there, reports out there. Ooh, Pete Carroll making a push for the Chargers job. Mike Vrabel is going to interview for this job. It was always Harbaugh. It was always Harbaugh. It made the most sense. He was going to pick where he wanted to go. It was the, the situation with the best quarterback. Now he goes into a division, Mike, with the Kansas City Chiefs, as you alluded to. So it's not easy, so to speak, going into that division, but... I mean, where is there a spot as you looked at the openings and Dallas never came open? Was there a spot that was better, in your opinion, than the Chargers? I guess you'd have to evaluate Arthur Blank. Mm -hmm. uh, you got to find a quarterback, right? Can you do it through the draft? Can you do it through free agency? The divisions is the division as is of now very weak, winnable right now yep. in the in the, in, the in, in the in the short term, right? A better spot to land. And a better spot maybe to to have to get into a home playoff game right away with with that division, um, but most of it's tied to the quarterback, right? And and Herbert of the jobs that are out there is unquestionably the best. It'll be interesting who ends up 
in Carolina because with the, that's a toxic ownership situation. Whatever you want to say about the team, the ownership situation is tough. How about this, Florio? I read this in the notes from the, the rundown from, from Britain earlier before we knew the Harbaugh news, but Mike Florio reporting that Belichick does not want to coach in a major media market. Is right. Atlanta a major media? Well, that's market? what I'm asking you. You're you you're you're a professional in this. Is Atlanta? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean, what's obvious? Chicago, Los Angeles, New York. I mean, what are what do you consider a major media? Is Atlanta top ten? No, huh? I don't think Atlanta's don't top ten. Um, no. Well, the funny thing about that report is is that just saying I know I'm not getting the, the Chargers, Chargers, so I'm gonna put this report out there <laughs> because let's be honest. If you're the head coach of the Chargers, there's no pressure. They have no fan base, uh, as producer Britton lets us know. There you go. Top ten. That's are, major. Then. That, oh yeah, yeah. Atlanta's uh, the six number six media market out there. But uh, <laughs> so we flip it right. So we had never in the playoff era, Mike. We have never had a team make the four team playoff and lose their coach that off season. When's the last time the national champion coach left? Osborne retiring in '98. Has to be. I'm just thinking. I'm just, yeah. maybe we're missing somebody, but it'd probably be so. a, it'd be retirement or yeah. a move to the I mean, pros. Jimbo left, but not immediately. Right? Erickson left, but he lost. He didn't win a national title when he. This right? is this has got to be the first since Osborne, right? So we had never had a playoff team lose their coach. Saban retires. DeBoer replaces Saban, <laughs> and now Jim Harbaugh, which seemed inevitable, has left for the NFL. <laughs> so what does this mean for Michigan? And if you're Michigan. You know, it's all about the Michigan man, and you know, Sharon Moore was was weeping and crying when you know he filled in for Jim Harbaugh when he you know unexpectedly died. I mean, got suspended. Um, so it has to be Sharon Moore, right? Yeah. They win the national championship. You want to keep this momentum going? Why wouldn't they win every game with him, Coach? What what is there to criticize? He wasn't he the coach in waiting? He, I, I mean, are we still doing the coach in waiting thing? <laughs> As, Only uh, in New England. Yeah. They just didn't tell Bill. As uh, <laughs> as uh, as Bruce Feldman has already put out his article of uh, the obvious path, and it would be promoting Sharon Moore. So, is it is it twenty four hours or is it forty eight hours? Well, who at Michigan? I, I what Michigan the, alum uh, is going to be mad when they when they name Sharon? I mean, I think they'll be more mad if they we want to go get fickle. We right. want. I mean, come on. Yeah, you're not going to get Lance Leibold. Yeah, I mean, if probably the most non-more likely candidate, I would say, out of that group that you listed. Well, and the 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 reports were that Kalen DeBoer wanted this job. He's a Midwest guy that he wanted to go to Michigan, but he's not awaited that. He's not at Alabama, but <laughs> I don't think any. Uh, the other rumor uh, report was that Brian Kelly wants this job. <laughs> he does. Let's, let's move on. It ain't gonna happen. Let's but I'm, move on. I'm just saying. Um, but it, it seems very likely that it will be Sharon Moore. As uh, Bruce Feldman said, external candidates, Kansas's Lance Leipold, Kansas State's Chris Kleiman, LSU's Brian Kelly, and those are the three that he listed. But Could he leave his deep southern roots, Brian Kelly? In order to... <laughs> he just got Saban out of his division. I mean... Well, there's no more divisions. Now, well, you, now you bring in Texas. 16. Now you bring Goofy. in Texas and Oklahoma. Sark's the only guy left from a playoff team. Huh? There's only one left. And he Amazing. turned down Alabama, Amazing. apparently, too. <laughs> so Jim Harbaugh headed to the NFL, headed to the Los Angeles Chargers. What does this do? Now, you're not a bookmaker, but in your mind as a handicapper, what would this do to their win total? Would it change the juice? Would it mean a half game? So what were they preseason? They were probably eight and a half? Yeah. 
somewhere in that ballpark. Might have been nine. But now you're coming off, what would they end up, five and 12? Is it a buy-low chance for... Are you missing out on a buy-low opportunity on the Los Angeles Chargers because now Jim Harbaugh is there with his... So we got preseason wins hold nine and a half as they went five and 12. Juice to the over. Ooh, buddy. I would think, Mike, you're going to get a a last place schedule. So a couple extra Mm. easier games thrown in there for the Chargers. You have the extra road game, right? In the AFC now, the NFC teams get the home They play the Ravens this year at home. Should be an interesting, interesting game. I was talking to uh, John Goulet, our program director, in the break, and I said, man, that would be a fun NFL opener if the Ravens were going to win the Super Bowl, but the Super Bowl champ gets the home game, um, as we saw last year with Kansas City getting Detroit. So Jim Harbaugh headed to the Chargers, the Michigan Wolverines, the defending national champions who will be looking for a new quarterback, looking for a whole lot of new pieces, and... A new head coach, but it seems likely. What would you set the number at? Minus five dollars? Minus seven dollars? Higher. Minus a thousand? Yeah, close to a thousand. <laughs> Still would lay it. I'd Shrew. lay it. Oh yeah. If it's not Sharon Moore, I would be absolutely stunned. What does Mike Golick Jr. think of the breaking news? Jim Harbaugh back to the NFL. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Your head. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
VEASAN Primetime with Tim Murray on VEASAN, the sports betting network. With Omaha Steaks, you'll fall in love at first bite with their tender steaks, juicy burgers, air-chilled chicken, and more. You're going to love every bite. It's Omaha Steaks guaranteed. And for a limited time, when you go to omahasteaks.com slash VEASAN, that's V-S-I-N, you'll get four free air-chilled boneless chicken breasts and four free rich, juicy, boneless pork chops with your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Once again, omahasteaks.com slash V-S-I-N. Alongside Mike Palm, I am Tim Murray. It is VSIN primetime. For those of you watching with us, you can see there to our left, Jim Harbaugh is the new head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers, meaning, as Mike pointed out, well done by Mike Palm, sir. Tom, uh, Michigan becomes the first team since producer Britain's beloved Nebraska Cornhuskers in 1997 to win the national championship. 1998? 98, right? What was the 97 season? They won the 98 Orange Bowl over Tennessee. That's right. They shared it with Michigan. They won 94, 95, 97. 96 is the year they went and got ambushed in the desert in Tempe with Scott Frost as quarterback and lost that game. Man, got a history lesson. I, I grew up a big Nebraska fan. I love Tom Osborne. More than winning. First, uh, first team since the Nebraska Cornhuskers in 97 to win the national championship and need a head coach. That's where Michigan falls into as the Wolverines will be looking to replace Jim Harbaugh and uh, Mike Golick Jr. to help break this down, the breaking news. Of course, you can catch Mike Golick Jr. and his dad on Gojo and Golick every weekday morning here on DraftKings Network. Mike, not a big surprise, but it's finally happened. So let's start from the NFL perspective. Jim Harbaugh, Walked into San Francisco, fresh off of a stellar turnaround job at Stanford. Took the Niners from 6-10 to 13-3, and 44-19-1 before leaving for Michigan. What does this do, in your opinion, to the Chargers in 2024? Um, that's a good question. Now, he is someone renowned for having that kind of jumpstart effect at multiple spots, like you said. And with some of the pieces involved, you'd imagine there's a chance that given the coordinators he could likely bring along, I think highlighted by Jesse Minter, his defensive coordinator from Michigan, who's someone widely expected to make the jump with him, had time cutting his teeth in Baltimore under Jim's brother, John, as well. I think a lot of that is a baseline with how he comes in and runs a program. The emphasis not only on making sure that the quarterback is well positioned for success, as we've seen in the past, but also that along the lines of scrimmage, they're going to be a team that both values and wins in that area, which I think we can look under the recent history of the Chargers and say it hasn't always felt like it was the case, especially in the prior regime. Yeah, you make a great point, Mike. I mean, he's built his teams through the lines. Does he have the cachet to build this program slowly? I know he's made quick turnarounds wherever he's went, but, you know, can he take and build this team? Can he draft linemen to position himself in two or three years to make a Super Bowl run? I, I think so, and uh, I think based on the way they've ordered it, it seems like Jim is going to get a lot of final say on the roster the way that we've seen for Kyle Shanahan and others around the NFL, even those with GMs in place, certainly going to have a lot of input on that. And so, yeah, I, I think given the guys they already have there and some players that they've drafted 
high in the draft, you know, highlighted by Rashawn Slater at left tackle, who when he's healthy has been incredibly productive. I think there and on the defensive side of the ball, those are always areas when you look at Jim Harbaugh run programs that he's done a good job of identifying and acquiring talent, whether it's been in free agency or otherwise, we feel like the Chargers have had a few misses as of late that outside really of signing a guy like Sebastian Joseph Day on defensive line, the last regime didn't do enough to shore up the run defense specifically. And that's something you almost never have to worry about with Jim Harbaugh, given the way that he believes those areas should be built. Mike Golick Jr. Joining us here on VEASAN primetime. Make sure you check out Gojo and Golick eight to 10 AM Eastern time here on DraftKings network. Um, What does this do for Justin Herbert? In your opinion, you look at his coaches, uh, Mario Cristobal, Anthony Lynn, and most recently, Brandon Staley as his head coaches. I don't mean to laugh, but I can't really help myself. Jim Harbaugh, horse of a different color when it comes to quarterbacks. What does this do for Justin Herbert? Yeah, I think it does a lot in shoring up all the other areas around him, right? I think at times we've looked at Justin Herbert as almost a man on an island, and we've wanted to see more from him, but rarely felt like there's been enough around him. And now with everything we just talked about, with the way we expect the rest of this team to be shored up defensively, and with the group in front of him, I know there's a lot of people that wonder if Greg Roman, a guy who he has ties with and who recently was let go by the Baltimore Ravens, might be a name in line with that. While it might worry you a little bit for the downfield passing game, the one thing you do know is that that complimentary factor in the run game will absolutely be taken care of. And I think most of us look at Justin Herbert and say, if all other things start to be equal and you can play complimentary football, that's a quarterback that's more than good enough to go and win you games on his own based on the ability we've seen. Mike, before Tim asked you about the Michigan job and and, and who you think is going to get it and who might be a candidate, I do want to ask about the NFC Championship game in San Francisco. The Lions make it there, Dan Campbell and the turnaround in the program and this great story. It'll be their first road playoff game this year, but I believe that their offensive line can control this game. I think Ragnow and Sewell, and they'll be able to run the ball on anyone and keep golf out of third and long, keep the crowd noise out of the game. What chance do you give the Lions to beat the 49ers on Sunday? Good chance. I was surprised the spread was a touchdown in this game, to be honest, given the way that the Lions have played really since the end of the season. Because you got to remember, you mentioned, you know, Frank Ragnow being injured for uh, parts of the year and what that disruption did to their line. Now, Jonah Jackson going down in this last game and the fact that you had a couple of guys banged up is a bit worrisome. But between that for the offensive line and what that did to not only stabilize a run game that's got a guy like Jameer Gibbs, who's really coming into his final form right now give Jared Goff time in a play action pass game that over the middle feels like a cheat code. Say what you want about Jared Goff ceiling overall. And Lord knows I have that man can throw through the tightest of windows without fear over the middle of the field on play action. That seems to be his sweet spot. And then defensively, I look at what this team can do building off the green Bay Packers who bothered Brock Purdy a lot, who gave us a game that's been fodder for sports talk radio because of that. And they did it by dominating up front. And I think, Aiden Hutchinson's going to be the name that everybody talks about, but I really think going back to week 18, when they got a lean McNeil back, a defensive tackle who reshaped his body during the off season, I think that unlocked a lot for them to find a guy that can create pressure in the middle on his own is great. in some of the games that help free up more room for guys like Aiden Hutchinson to work. He's been pivotal in their first two playoff wins in 31 years. And I think he would go a long way in creating an environment where they could slow down the San Francisco offense that 
we know might be without Debo Samuel in this game, which they'll have a week to prepare. It's not going to be like Green Bay where they had to adjust on the fly, but that's still a massive loss against a team that probably feels like, hey, against this secondary for the Lions, we got a chance of putting up some numbers provided we can protect our guy. All right, we'll get your thoughts on the AFC Championship momentarily with Jim Harbaugh's brother. I'll leave Mike's question for that, but quickly back to Michigan. And for those who are watching over your shoulder, you've got a game ball uh, from when Notre Dame beat Michigan, which is this. Oh, this puts puts, puts a little smile on my face. Not not going to lie there, but what's next for Michigan? Uh, You know, it it feels like Jesse Minter, the defensive coordinator probably will follow Jim Harbaugh to the NFL. Is it as easy of snapping your fingers, Sharon Moore, you're up, or do they look around a little bit? I hope it's that easy because I think that's the guy who who's, And earned is a loaded term. I understand that doesn't mean anything in college football, but you look at the job he did this year, 4-0 as an interim head coach, and the one game at the beginning of the year he coached, the three at the end when Harbaugh was suspended. He's been the architect of the offensive line that went back-to-back on Joe Moore Awards before this year, given to the best unit in college football, before ascending to the offensive coordinator and helping this team get to a point where they could win a title. And when he was the acting head coach, I thought made really good, aggressive in-game decisions that looked like a guy who was in control and ready for this next step. It would afford you at least a chance that the one thing that I think is going to become a more and more valuable commodity in college football, as we've seen so many of the hires disrupt rosters, is a little bit of continuity. For a Michigan team that's already going to experience a lot of turnover, I think that would go a long way for a guy who's a quality in-house candidate who deserves this job. All right, AFC Championship game. We got about a little over a minute, uh, Mike. Uh, Baltimore's defense, sixth overall yards, first in scoring. They didn't allow Houston into the red zone. They've been terrific. You've got probably his second MVP in Lamar Jackson and more off, more weapons to throw to. And yet here's the Chiefs' sixth straight AFC Championship game appearances. They haven't been beaten in regulation in the previous five. This line opened three, and we've seen money. Baltimore, 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 three and a half, four in some spots. Mahomes and Reed is an underdog. Who you got? I'm an idiot like everyone else is going to pick the Ravens. I'm getting terrified as the week goes along, but man, this Baltimore team is so good. And I think the injury to keep an eye on, we talk about Debo Samuel out in the NFC championship game. Joe Tooney at this point sounds like he's doubtful for this weekend, though he's going to try like hell. He was an all pro this year. The interior of that line has been the strength. And going up against a Baltimore defense that Justin Matabike has had a career season at defensive tackle for them. I think there's a lot of worry there. And they got T playing, playing the damn halftime show with a bunch of Ravens legends coming back. How are you going to beat that when T Payne is in the house for this one? I don't know. I feel a lot better about the Ravens pick now that I saw that announcement. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he's on a boat and uh, he'll be asking about the bartenders all day long there in Baltimore. Hey, uh, Mike, always appreciate it, man. And uh, we will talk to you and see you in person here in a couple weeks. I'll be wearing my nautical theme Pashmina Afghan for that one. <laughs> there Thanks, he is. Mike. Mike Golick Jr. That's Mike Palm. I'm Tim Murray. Jim Harbaugh headed back to the NFL. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray on VSIN, the sports betting network. doing here oh the primary i guess was right he was just wrong segment yeah i know <laughs> we were talking about <laughs> famous oreo broadcasters during the break uh put vsin experts to work for you and start betting smarter with a vsin pro subscription sign up for a vsin pro annual subscription and get your first year for only 199 dollars use the promo code prime get a- get access to everything 
on that brand new whew, spectacular website, vcin.com. Daily best bets with the leaderboard to see which vcin expert has the hot hand, that flame emoji. Betting splits to show you where the money and bets are moving for every game. Betting systems, premium analysis, 24-7 video access, plus our upcoming Super Bowl betting guide with best bets and favorite prop bets. Remember, use the promo code PRIME. Get your first year for only $199. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Alongside Mike Paul, I am Tim Murray. Mike and I got a couple of our bets going on right now. Mike laid it with the Hawkeyes at uh, at Carver tonight. Usually five with uh, five. Hawkeyes. Yeah. Stop five. the game. Yeah. 20 to 14, Iowa. Let's get it done. Uh, let's stop the game down in uh, South Carolina, too. Furman mm. up 21 19. Oh, 24 wow. 19. Oh, stop the game. You're going to kick yourself if they win by three or stop more. Stop the game. <laughs> uh, Mike is uh, Toronto on the. Uh, on the Money line as well, the Maple Leafs, as that is scoreless right now, mid in the first quarter. We're, we're monitoring the Irish. You have them. Uh, I do. How many points? Uh, I got bad number, four and a half. It went Close up to five and a half. Oh, boy. Yeah, so uh, it'll probably land five. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, coming up in just a little bit, we will uh, head back to the NBA. Uh, Rick Campbell is going to join us, and uh, he could talk a little bit about Harbaugh as well as he does some radio work for Mad Dog Radio. He does it all, Rick. Oh, Rick's the man. We love Rick. Uh, but we will get his thoughts on, uh, do we get tonight, by the way, as uh, many of you know, but many of you may not know, you're driving around on our many affiliates across this lovely country. Jim Harbaugh headed back to the NFL. He is the Los Angeles Chargers new head coach. We wait. Look at our watch. I don't have a watch on, but I looked at it you know, for, uh, for emphasis when Sharon Moore will likely be hired. Uh, I texted John Jansen, friend of yes, Circa, yes. friend of the network. And, uh, I asked him John Jansen for, for head coach. I would imagine he and many of the Michigan men out there and women would be all in on Sharon Moore. I think if you did a poll question on 97, one, the ticket there for those, uh, on, on Stoney and Jansen show there, what do you think would be the uh, percentage of Sharon Moore to be the head coach? 80 plus. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, are we going 90? Yeah. Speaking of polls, we got a poll, Mike. How's it doing? What's the total raw vote before we get into the I want to get this updated. It takes like a little bit. To... I, didn't, I didn't retweet it, by We're the way. at 398 votes right now. Um, and we have, a new, we have a new leader in the clubhouse. The Chiefs plus four, which is what we predicted. Chiefs and 49ers last was our real strong. That was, our, that was our strong, and that's correct right now. Right now, 32.4% of you believe the Chiefs plus four is the best bet of championship weekend. It is uh, almost a dead heat for second place. Ravens minus four, Lions plus seven. Ravens minus four, 25.6%. Lions plus seven, 25.9%. And way down are the Niners minus seven at 16.1%. Um, Mike, during the break, you said, I think I've talked myself into Lions plus the points. Yeah. So what is making you... It was shared privately with you, Tim. It wasn't meant for on air. Nothing is private with me. I'm thinking about the offensive line, and I'm thinking about Michael Lombardi. What did Lombardi say? Well, he always talks about bad O-lines don't travel in the playoffs. Good O-lines do travel. I think the Lions O-line is going to travel. I was very concerned 
with the way the 49ers seemed so uncomfortable without Debo on Saturday. They just, Brock didn't seem comfortable. I didn't think Kyle was great calling plays and managing the game. If, if you can keep pressure off golf, this play-action game is really tough, right? We, he, but they have to run the ball. They've run the ball against everybody. And really, the only team they didn't run the ball against was in Tampa earlier in the year, and Gibbs was out, right? And they threw the ball, and they dominated that game. They came back. They were able to run it semi-successfully this week. I think they can run the ball. I think they can stay in this game. A touchdown's an awful lot of points. I think that's, uh, that's where I'm headed. I just have this, like, devil and angel with the Chiefs and, Ori- and Ravens back and forth, back and forth, making the argument for both teams. I'll probably end up just watching the game with uh, – a great amount of anticipation and hoping it's a classic. As we mentioned in, in the first hour of the program, uh, Debo Samuel did not practice today. Kyle Shanahan yesterday paraphrasing in a lot of pain. It's not a fracture shoulder, but this is a, an injury that he has dealt with before. Uh, we had, if you missed it, Damon Bruce, longtime host in the Bay area on uh, in the first hour of the program. And, and he is under the belief that he thinks Debo Samuel will give it a go. Mike, if he does not play, and we know that wide receivers, running backs, they do not mean much to the point spread. But Debo Samuel is is a really unique player, does it all. I would think this line ticks off of seven if he is ruled out, correct? Oh, I, it, I, how far I don't does it think. Go? I know that it, yeah. will, it will go to six. Does it go to six? Yeah, I think it goes to six. They have all these offensive weapons, but when one goes out, it disturbs the chemistry of that team. So I know you're going to argue you're going to argue McCaffrey would be the biggest loss. Yeah. Right, non-quarterback skill player loss, but Debo's right there with him, I believe. What I what I'm trying to do, Mike, and you know, we we fall into well, we try to avoid to fall into what did we see last, right? Let's not mm-hmm. overreact. Mm-hmm. And I've asked this question all week and I, I'm I'm I keep going back to it. Because I want to know if I should react to what I saw on Saturday night, where the Green Bay Packers were the better football team. They should have won, in my opinion. They didn't. They should have won that game. They were able to run. They were able to, you know, they lost Zach Tom, their right tackle. I think that hurt them a little bit there uh, due to a concussion. Obviously, they missed the field goal that uh, would have, would have made it 24 to 17. So I asked Kuntz that. How concerned are you about Anders Carlson missing a big kick? Yep. And he did. He missed 13 of them between extra points and field goals Three throughout more the year. more than anybody in the entire league. I mean. <laughs> what is it about the Carlson brothers and their first stop? Because Anders Carlson, I want to buy future stock at Anders Carlson because like his brother who came to Vegas and became an all-pro, yeah. he's stunk in Minnesota. Yeah. So, um, but what we saw, it was pouring rain. Purdy looked uncomfortable in the rain. I thought the field was awful, too. Yeah. I guess we don't see that field in that kind of condition, but I thought the field was really bad. But, you know, Mike, we go back to... If you were dropped onto the earth... Yeah. ...right before kickoff and Mm -hmm. said, this is a one versus seven, the first time it's ever happened, you would have thought the Packers were the one and the 49ers were the seven. Yeah. I I would... Yeah. You would have said, one of these teams is a touchdown underdog. Who would it be? Mm -hmm. Right? And I would have loved the Packers against either the Lions or the Tampa Bay this weekend if they could have pulled that game out. You would have loved them to win? Yeah. I, Even in rolling. Detroit? Yes. They did it once. They dominated on Thanksgiving. By the way, because we'll talk to Derek <laughs> in studio on uh, tomorrow. On tomorrow. Yeah. 
And uh, by the way, pretty cool promo going on. How uh, about this promo? Do you you understand what it all entails? I, can you tell the people? A wonderful time here. It'll take me about two minutes. Uh, so we're doing. We always have these 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 huddle ups, which are tailgate parties for the out of town teams. Well, we're doing it for the NFC Championship game. We're doing two of them. We're doing Friday night and Saturday night at our overhang bar on the second floor here at Circa. And we're doing a promotion where we're going to give away drinks and some free play and all this. Seven to nine both nights. You get one ticket if you show up in either Lions or 49ers gear. Okay. And then you get one ticket for every $100 you bet on the props that we offer for the NFC Championship game. So Jeff Benson and his team will be, you bet 500 on a prop, you get five tickets. Ooh. But all these tickets in a big drum. What's the, is there a max amount of tickets? Ten. You can get max ten. Per person, the max is ten. Yep. We're going to draw a grand prize. You go to the NFC Championship game with Derek Stevens. Transportation and two tickets to the game. And two tickets? Yes. Oh, so it's not just you and Derek. It's... Well, you know, it'll be a lot of couples. No. Sure. He's, he's, has a, he's getting to play. He's arranging all that. He told us, by the way, on Thursday, he was watching the NFC Championship no. here. I told Brent. Brent asked me because he said, Johnny's out of town. You and Derek can be on at 11 Pacific before the kid. I said, Derek might be in San Francisco if they win. He said, ah. I said, I'm just telling you. At this point, the only game I know he's not going to is the Super Bowl. Now, he told us on the air that he wasn't going to go. Now, I'm not going to hold it to him. His... I think they had so much fun. Oh, I'm sure. Huh? Imagine that. Imagine going that. Going to Detroit. Now they got to find out. They're going to find a bar in San Francisco to buy out. Do they rent that a bar not. in San Francisco? But that is a so maximum ten entries per person. So if you're wearing Niners gear, you get one ticket, yeah. and then you bet nine hundred dollars, you can get nine tickets. Correct on prop on prop on props. All right, and they can't be more than minus two dollars. So okay. minus two dollars or less. Ooh man, gonna be fun. <laughs> gonna be fun. All right. Breaking news, Jim Harbaugh is the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. Also, Doc Rivers. We, we, we barely knew you at ESPN. You're back in the NBA. Rick Kamala will help break us everything down for us on the other side. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. 
VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray on VSIN, the sports betting network. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that'll help make the NFL playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code VSIN only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Once again, that code VSIN, the crown, is yours. Alongside Mike Palm, I am Tim Murray. Momentarily, we'll be joined by Rick Campbell from SiriusXM's NBA Radio and Mad Dog Radio, but a little housekeeping, what we call promoting. Chris Felica, the Bear, from Fox Sports. He will be joining us at 8.30 Eastern tonight to give us his thoughts on Jim Harbaugh to the NFL. Exact quote from Mike Palm, or from Chris Felica, regarding Mike Palm. Anything for Mike. You know, when you when you sit next to the big guns, sometimes uh, it pays. So, Chris Felica coming up in 45 minutes. We've got our poll question, 459 votes and counting going on here. The Chiefs plus four at 32.5% would be the best bet of championship weekend. Followed up, pretty much dead heat for second. Ravens minus four, Lions plus seven, and then way down, mm. the Niners Minus seven, 16.8%. All right, let's get to Rick Kamla, our good friend from Sirius XM. We got NBA content to get to. We got NFL discussions to get to. Rick, you do it all. Real quickly, just your thought of the breaking news, and I know you'll talk about it certainly on the weekend on Mad Dog Radio, of Jim Harbaugh heading to the Chargers. What was the first thing that kind of came to your mind when you heard the news that Harbaugh back to the NFL? Fellas, uh, great to be back on with you. Uh, first thing that came to my mind was Sharon Moore is going to get the Michigan job. Uh, he was awesome as the fill-in for Harbaugh when he was suspended. Um, my second thought was uh, it's a really good move by Jim Harbaugh because he's linking himself with one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and that's the whole key. That's how you keep your job in the NFL. You either have a quarterback and you stay in that place for a long time, or you don't have a quarterback and they churn and burn you, um, and you just get caught up in the wash. Um, obviously, uh, the posse is swirling a little bit uh, with Jim Harbaugh, right? The suspension, uh, you know, the, the NCAA is still kind of hovering here. And so Jim Harbaugh lost J.J. McCarthy to the league. He lost Blake Corum to the league. He lost Roman Wilson to the league. And he's like, yeah, it's pretty good time to dip right now. And you've got the, re- you know, the ready-made replacement, Sharon Moore, um, he's already beaten Ohio State, okay? And, and so uh, I, it's a no-brainer for me for them to just promote him to head coach, keep it in-house, um, honor this man for the, for the body of work and all the dues that he has paid. So um, I think it's a good move by Harbaugh. Uh, I think Sharon Moore is going to do a fine job in, in keeping Michigan one of the top teams in the country. Rick, I want to talk about uh, the move in the NBA uh, with the Milwaukee Bucks making the head coaching change to go to Doc Rivers. I want to get your outlook on what it means for the Bucs as an Eastern Conference contender and a title contender. Here in the market at Circa, we did not move their futures price. Yeah, I understand why you wouldn't, because um, Doc Rivers is certainly an upgrade over Adrian Griffin. 
And I'll just quickly say, I, I think it's some bull crap that Adrian Griffin wasn't given the full season, right? Halfway through your first year as a rookie head coach, and they whack you. That is as unfair as it can get. And he was 30 and 13, okay? But it is what it is. They moved on to Doc. It's an upgrade. I'm a Doc Rivers guy. There's way more people that are not Doc Rivers guys. They focus on the negative of his resume. I focus on the positive of his resume, which is he's one of six coaches all time to have a ring and a thousand wins. That's a pretty exclusive club. So he is going to bring accountability. Um, I believe a little bit of an uptick in defense, but guys, the key is we got the trade deadline coming out here February 8th. Okay. The Bucks somehow, some way need to add a couple of dogs um, to help their defense because their defense sucks and doc can preach it all he wants. But if you don't have the defensive dogs, it's not going to work. And therefore you're not going to get the stops you need. And therefore you're not going to win the gold ball. So I like the move in terms of getting Doc. I don't like the move in terms of you should have given Adrian Griffin the full season, but Giannis turned on him. And the funny thing is, guys, Giannis is literally the reason why Adrian Griffin got that job. It's crazy, right? Giannis did not want Nick Nurse when that that's a that's dumb. I mean, Nick Nurse would have been a great hire for them. And he wanted Adrian Griffin. And then like seven months later, he turns on Adrian Griffin. And I love Giannis, but that's some James Harden stuff from Giannis. You know, Rick, it, it's interesting that you bring that up, and I heard JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel, talking about this on Hardwood Handicappers uh, earlier today, where Giannis, it feels like, because, look, you said it. I think we all like Giannis. He, he seems like he's got a great personality. He, you know, jokes with the media. He's already won a championship, so we can't knock him as a loser and all of that. But it almost feels like... Rick, he's getting a little bit of a pass at this point on this whole situation because you're right. I think it was Mark Stein who reported that there was there was uh, you know backing in the in the in the Bucks front office for Nick Nurse. He didn't want Nick Nurse for whatever reason. He wanted Adrian Griffin, and it doesn't work out, and they're firing him halfway through the season. So you know, Giannis is as like I said, he's already won a championship. He's won multiple MVPs. He's he's a great in the NBA right now, but. Is he getting a pass a little bit in your eyes? Um, Tim, it's so funny you bring that up. We talked about that today, me and Antonio Daniels on Give and Go. Um, the, the sort of tease leading into the segment was, uh, do we need to hold Giannis and Dane more accountable? And my answer and Antonio's answer on both of those was a big yes, okay? And he's cute and cuddly, um, great guy. Uh, and, and, you know, I take none of that away. But uh, Coach Bud got fired, and now Adrian Griffin got fired. And he was involved in the decision-making process on both of these. And my thing with Giannis is he does not come back with new tools in his tool belt. It's the same thing every year, okay? We were talking about this today. Giannis doesn't even have a hook shot, guys. He doesn't have a runner. He doesn't have a floater, let alone a mid-range jump shot, let alone a free throw, let alone a three. Like, this is stuff that he should absolutely be able to do around the basket. Just little, the Zion Williamson stuff, that little touch stuff around the basket, okay? So, um, you know, th the bottom line is the pressure is cranked up on Giannis right now. Not like any kind of hot seat, like he's going to be moved out of town or anything like that. But in terms of guys like us, like, okay, you got one coach, uh, you know, one coach got fired, another coach got fired. Um, you know, they uh, bowed out in the first round last year. The year before, they bowed out in the second round. So we're going downhill from that year when they won the championship. Um, and you mentioned, you know, the, you know, the reason why uh, Giannis didn't want Nick Nurse, Tim. Uh, the reason for that, according to people I talked to and, and, and what's being reported, 
is that Giannis wanted a player to be the coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. He did not want another non-player to coach the team. That's why he didn't want Nick Nurse. That's why he wanted Adrian Griffin, who played a long time in the league. Was it the right call? No, it was not. Nick Nurse should be the coach of the Bucks right now. Rick, I want to ask you about a futures market, and I don't know if you've dabbled in it yet this year, but NBA Coach of the Year, I, I, I watch from afar, but you can still find Ty Lue upwards of 15-1 to 1 for Coach of the Year. Is that a decent bet to make right now, or do you think it's too far of an uphill climb for him uh, right now? No, I, I think uh, that's very well spotted by you um, because we all love Ty Lue. So when, when you have universal love and praise, then you're going to get votes. It's going to lead to votes. Doc Rivers is a polarizing guy, okay? And I know, you know he's just getting back into coaching here, but he's not that guy, all right? Ty Lue is that guy. Everybody loves Ty Lue, just like the show Everybody Loves Raymond. Literally, everybody <laughs> loves Ty Lue, all right? So, um, so I think it's a fantastic call. Look. Teron Lou and, and Russell Westbrook went to Teron Lou and, uh, and invited the bench thing, right? But let's give Teron Lou some credit for that as well. They, last I checked, they were like 25 and six since they made that decision. Okay. Literally the best team in the league since they decided to bring Russ off the bench with Harden, Kawhi, and Paul George. Um, they're playing defense. They have an elite offense. They just win every single game. So, heck yeah, Teron Lou is in the coach of the year discussion. And if it's 15 to one, I think that's uh, really, really good odds. Um, you know, Chris Finch obviously is going to be in that discussion. Mark Dagano of OKC is going to be in that discussion and another dark horse. And I'm not sure what his odds are here, uh, Tim and Mike, but JB Bickerstaff as the Cleveland Cavaliers, the hottest team in the league coming into tonight's matchup against the bucks. And, uh, and, and they're, they're, they're just exceeding expectations. They don't have Mobley. They don't have Garland. And, uh, but it's not a huge narrative point, right? But I wonder what the odds are on J.B. Bickerstaff, because to me, he's got a shot. 50 to 1 at DraftKings right now, Ooh. right? Whoa, did you say 5 0 to 1? 5 0 to 1. Holy cow. Yeah, you got to throw a little something, something <laughs> on that right there. That's nice. Rick Camelot joining <laughs> us here, Sirius XM's NBA radio. Also catch him on the weekends on Mad Dog Radio. Only got 20 seconds, Rick. Quick fire. Your two favorite bets for this weekend for the NFL. Seven and three ATS so far, guys, and I've got the Chiefs as the dog at Baltimore, and I've got the Niners covering at home. All right, there it is. Rick, great stuff. Always love catching up with you, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Thanks, there he Rick. Is. Rick Hamla, great stuff there. NBA Radio Give and Go, 1 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time. So long to those watching on DK Network, but VSIN Primetime keeps on rolling. Top of the hour, it is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.